Hello there. Thank you for downloading our message. It is our desire you grow in the mastery of the word and the power of the spirit as you listen. Be blessed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The title of my summer this morning is The Walking, the Manifestation of the Holy Ghost. They belong to us. The things of the spirit, they belong to us. The workings of the Holy Ghost, they belong to us. They belong to you. I, I think there's somebody here that is um, thinking, I don't feel, you know, only enough for what these people are doing. I don't feel only for it. I don't feel only enough for this. Only yeah, only enough. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Is it loud enough? See me? Amen. Yeah. These things, they are gifts. In fact, everything that comes to the believer is a gift, essentially. It's a gift. Even the salvation itself, it's a gift. You could not do anything to get it. Right? It's a gift. So, whatever comes with it is also a gift. So, we don't um, behave well to earn it. We behave because we already have it. Right? So we say, we don't do to be. We are, so we do. Amen. So, I don't um, walk, try not to lie, or not steal, or not dominate at school. Right? I don't try to so that I can be saved. So I can, you know, I am saved so I can do those things. So because I'm saved right now, I can say, I'm too, like, small, it's beneath me. Stealing, right? Fornication, oh dear. Amen. We have done it with those things. Right? So when we got saved, we got God's nature. Because we have his nature, we can do away with those things. So if a believer is struggling with sin, it is you holding the sin, not the sin holding you. It's you that is just within you. Amen. So I, I I don't think, you know, from the Bible, that anyone saved will have a struggle with sin. It's just you enjoying it and doing it. It is the truth. It's true. Amen. Romans 8 says, Romans 8 verse 1, 1 and 2 says, um, Christ condemns him in the flesh. You know what that means? He dealt with it. He made sin powerless. So for the believer, sin for you is no big deal. You can say no to sin. You can say no to sin. You can always say no to sin. Some people have tried. Go and try again. I said it. Don't try again. Now this time, tell yourself and tell that sin. I'm above this. I'm above this. I'm too much for this masturbation. Uh-uh. As you drunk in your love, glory to God. Christ in you is everything. Christ in you is everything. When you've got sin, Christ gave you a new nature, a clean, righteous nature, a nature above sin. You know what we say? When you Romans 7, when Romans, Romans 6 says, sin shall be treated not over you because you are not under the law but under grace. Romans 7 says, you know, um, Romans 7 describes the man under, under the law. It says the man tries so hard but he always fails. It says, what I hate to do, I always do. Right? That's man without Christ. So the person who tries to add a fifth humble, right? But Romans 8 says, Romans 7, again says, but thanks be unto God. But thanks be unto God. That makes us to triumph in Christ. So when we got into Christ, we receive triumph over sin. We're not saying thank God because we are managing sin. Thanks because we have triumphed over sin. So we can now say no to sin. When Romans 8 says that, says that what, the lo- what, the, what the law could not do, because it was made powerless by sinful flesh, says Christ came and condemned sin in the flesh. What could the law not do? The law could make no righteous. The law could not help you outdo the law. In fact, the more you cramp the law, the more you fail at it. Secondary school, Ten Commandments. Amen. So the more you try, the more you, the more you fail it. In fact, when you say in the morning, today I will not lie. Why you leave your hostel door? <laughs> you lied already. Why? The law itself could not make anybody holy. Could not make you righteous. Awesome. But Christ came and condemned sin in the flesh. That when you believe in Christ and you receive him, you receive a brand new nature. 
So you change laws, you operate on. Now operate under the law of grace. You know how we say in physics that there are laws are in hierarchy, right? Laws are in hierarchy, right? So for so for someone to walk, you know, for a plane to fly, that's between of gravity. How? By law of thermodynamics. Aerodynamics, yeah. You see, I don't need so much. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you. Amen. So also, for you to beat the law of sin and death, was you operating under a higher law? So when you got sinned, you entered into the oppression of a higher law, the law of grace. So right now, because that is where you are, you can always say no to sin. Right, Bible says, Romans 6, says sin shall have dominion over you. Because it says, because you're not under law. Law of, you know, law of Moses, that was also law of standards, under it, right? We are now under grace. You are under a new law. So you can soar above sin. You can soar above sin. How does this work? You tell yourself every time, I am above this. I am much more than this. I am 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 I'm, I'm much more than this. If you keep saying at a point, it just don't know you. Okay, it's true. I'm more than this. So I had a story of the guy that was dealing with cigarette addiction. Cigarette addiction. And he told his pastor, Pastor said, anytime you take, take a drug, just confess. I just forgot in Christ Jesus. Just take it. I just of God in Christ Jesus. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so one day, just dawned on him. Like, okay, I'm actually the just of God in Christ Jesus. And that was the end of it. Amen. The word works. The word works. There's power in the word. What do you do? Put the word on your lips. On your lips. Just keep saying it. Keep saying it. I'm righteous in Christ. I'm, I'm righteous in Christ. Sin has no power over me. Just keep saying it. Now, I didn't plan this message I'm saying right now. But I know it's for people here. So I didn't, it's not, it's not, it's not where in my notes. Right? So just take note of this. So I mean, it means for sure that people here dealing with issues and God just spoke to you. Right? So now you know what to do. Put the word of God on your lips. I'm righteous in Christ. I have a brand new nature. I'm far above sin. I operate in the law of grace. And guess what? If you're a believer in Christ, you're forgiven forever. Forgiving forever. Forgiving forever. So again, don't let guilt wound you. You know what guilt does to you? You do it again. Now let's make guilt works. You know how guilt works? Last night, the guy was beaten last night. Broke up feeling bad. He didn't come in the car. Before 12, guilt again. Guilt is so annoying. Before 12 noon, that's the day. Do it again. Guilt does not save anybody. Guilt helps nobody stop sinning. If you've been dead before, you know. If you're dead before, you know how this is work. That no matter how bad you feel guilty, you go down again. Guilt does not stop sin. What stops sin? Knowing who you are in Christ. In fact, as I'm just being, okay, I'm royalty. I'm too rare for this sin. I'm just, uh, come on, I, I, I can't go back to this anymore. What, what did Christ do for you? Christ made you royal first, made you royalty. Made you free, first, first, not told you to live free. He first made you free. He first empowered you to live free, then now told you to live free. So it, it is first we be, we are, then we can do. Is that good enough? Is that good enough? So, so people now commit sins, not only from God, because they're they are, they are scared of God's judgment. Ha! God will, God will kill me. <laughs> Consuming fire. He will consume your church this morning. Amen. So imagine that you have a child that shits, no, what is that, that shots, there's a word for it, shots his body. How do you put it? It does. Yes, he shot himself. That's the word. That he shot himself. That's the word. Shot himself. Shot himself. So, now imagine this child. Now says, mommy, I'm so dirty. I'm avoiding you. I'm packing out. I'm so dirty right now. Mommy, I don't want to talk to you. Who will wipe the bomb? She's saying, me, her face is like, if you don't do that. I got the message. 
Glory to God. So, people make mistakes and not they avoid God. That God, I'm so dirty for you right now. Let me just add more debt. What do they do? So they keep running. They keep mess, making more mess. Keep messing up more and more. And the more they do, the more they keep running from God. So when you need help, what do you run to? You run to your father. Haba. Run to your father. So you always run back in. In fact, at some point, then we tired of like, ah, he's always running back to God. So there's no point there. There's no point. It's never, he's, he's, there's no point. You have to wear the devil out. When you know that guilt of, you don't even feel guilty, you just want to go and God sits in. But the more you feel guilty, the more devil feels it. He's enjoying it. You're there, you there sober and crying. He's so loving it. He's loving it so much. So what do you do? When you make mistakes, run to God. First John 2. It says, beloved children. It says, um, um, I, hope that you, I, I hope that you're not sin, right? But if anyone sins, that's an advocate with God. Jesus Christ. He is there advocating your case before God. In fact, it's not as though he's advocating it. He already advocated it. Amen. He paid the price for sin forever. So, 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 so he's not saying, God, please now, you're sinning again, forgive him. No! No, he's not, he's not begging God in heaven that, God, please forgive him now. God, I beg. No! No! He advocated it. He paid the price forever. Woo! Glory to God. Do you know? So, so, you should not go back carrying it on your head. Just enjoy God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Who wants to help me read? Zolda. My dear children, this I write to you so that you will not sin. Look at that. What does that mean? It means you can do without sinning. I think we humans have hyped sin too much. We humans, you have hyped sin. You have hyped it too much. So that you will not sin, meaning you can do without sinning. See, my dear children, writing this to children, meaning that as you grow, you should know that you should not sin. So even spiritual babes, I tell you, I tell you spiritual babes that you should not sin. It's for babies. Look at this. It's for babes. So as you grow, sin should be dying off you. So, help yourself to grow. Walk out of sin. Meet the shame. Look at that. <laughs> but if anybody does sin, we have one who speaks to the Father in our defense. Look at that. Jesus Christ, the righteous one. What does that mean? That God is not counting your sins against you. That's Romans 4. In Romans 4, Hebrews 8. In fact, all of our Hebrews scattered there, like, you know. Next month, Hebrews will eat it. Awesome. So, God is not counting your sins against you. So, when you come to church, don't come, don't come way down with guilt. That if I pray, I may be God doing my prayer. Come on. Enjoy God. Amen. Enjoy God. Okay, I think I can, I can move forward my message right now. I think I'm done there. Are you helped? Did that bless you? Did that bless you? Mark 16. Mark 16, 15. Oh, thank you, dear Lord. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. Go on. And these signs will accompany those who believe. So I, I, I stop here and say, accompany who? <laughs> now, did he say pastors? No. Did he say apostles? No. Who be that fast and pray? No. These signs will follow those that believe. Are you a believer? Yes, sir. Do you have believers here? Yes, you are not sure. Oh, yeah, you a believer? <laughs> Let us help you to be sure. He's a joker. No, I don't believe. Just believe. <laughs> if you are saved, you're a believer. You are saved by faith. 
So if you are saved, you are a believer. Because yes. for, for you to believe, for you to, for you to be saved, you have to believe. Yes. You have to have faith, right? So if you are saved, you are a believer. So it's not some special, it's not some special kind of faith. That when I pray, I will have the faith. No. It is a sign talking about you right now, not tomorrow. Amen. Talking about who? Talking about you right now. You right now. These signs will accompany those that believe. These signs will follow you. Amen. Amen. In my name, they will drive out demons. Look at that. See, it didn't say they will fast and pray for demons to leave. Oh, yeah. They didn't say they would. <laughs> what did they say? In my name, they will drive out devils. Now, you don't drive by, you don't drive and you're sweating. Awesome. It depends on you, not the person you are driving. Christ never, Christ never had to do a giddy for any demon. So if you are doing a giddy, oh, I see your point. Right. Look at that. It says, in my name, they will drive out devils. They will not sweat over it. Don't worry about it. They will see Ben and hey, they've come. Black bed. <laughs> Don't say, ah, enter cobweb. Hey, they've caught me. <laughs> they will drive out devils. You just keep remembering these things because you're in Africa. You just keep remembering this. So you don't, yes, you have, you have to keep remembering this. That's to keep, that's being your memory. They will drive out devils. People have made it to turn to hard work. You drive out devils. It's not hard. You drive them out. House, the house. house. Amen. They will drive out devils. Says they will speak in new tongues. They that believe. You that believe. You speak in new tongues. These things belong to you. They will pick up six their hands. Look at that. And when they do deadly things, deadly poison, it will. <laughs> you know, there was this there was this Nigerian prophet. I wanted to do Daniel. You now at that lion's den. Amen. Glory to God. It's level with the Father. It's level with the Father right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, now we're not saying that you want to drink poison to show it. Amen. Please don't try this at all. But, if you happen that you, that, that you drink it, or someone poison, tries, tries to poison you, he says, it will by no means hurt them. So even if they go and meet their baba to give them, and they put your food, you will eat it and you will drink water. You know how, how people be like, ah, I had a dream in, in my head. I hope you drank water after it. Ever. Not pay water. As in enjoy it. Amen. In fact, I urge you, please, don't eat in your dream. Eat, eat a buffet. Don't eat like a poor man. As in, no. In your dream, plastic plate. Are you okay? No, no, no. Can you make it bigger? <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What is that? <laughs> says, they will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. He was here describing you. Describing you. Talking about you. That you place your hands on sick people and they will get well. He's not talking about pastors, sir. He's saying you, you will put your hands on the sick and they will get well. Now, if you want to have a like me, I just need to go. Don't even put hand again. Go. Go. Right. Listen, they are practiced. They are practiced. The more you do, the more you feel, the more you feel the confidence to even do more. They are practiced. Right. Look at that. Verse 20. It says, they went about doing all this and Christ accompanied them with signs following. Awesome. So, these things belong to you. When you got saved, you received the package. 
the Holy Ghost. When you the Holy Ghost, you got all of heaven locked up inside of you. So whatever heaven has to offer, it's available in you. Acts 38 says, Our God, under Christ, with the Holy Ghost of power, He went about doing good. All those of prayer, all those so it's the same Holy Ghost that walked the Christ lives in you. So it's the same package. So whatever Christ does, you do also. Is that good enough? Whatever Christ will do, He will do through you. Because it's the same anointing, the same Holy Ghost that did for him that is doing it in you. Right, told them. It says, you shall do greater works. Greater works. Amen. So, you know what you do to yourself? When you see any issue, just picture Christ and see the issue. Amen. So, measure the problem by Christ, not by, not, not by your behavior. Amen. Measure by Christ. The same power with which he got stuff done is available to you. Awesome. So, all these things are available in you. The Holy Ghost in you is everything. So, whatever the Holy Ghost has to offer is available in you. You just need to learn how to unlock, how to manifest, how to operate, how to dispense it. So, never see a believer and look at him powerless or helpless. Heaven lives in him. Glory to God. So, there's much more to you than miss the high. See, it's Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4. says, we have these treasures in 18 vessels. So, this treasure lies in us, you know, 18 vessels. But there's something inside of you that is much more than just ordinary skin. Glory to God. It is not who you will be, it's who you are now. These things belong to you. Awesome. Glory to God. When you got saved, you got the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 1.15. Ephesians 1.15. You know, the believer in Christ is supermanish. Supermanish. I'm quoting it. Supermanish. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. As in, is a, a, a different species. Yeah. Not just, not, not just here. He is a different species. Like, say, man, man 2.0. Oh, Are you getting my point? So there's something, there's, there's something much, much, much more about you. You know, people use drugs to cure medicine. You just say out, and the thing leaves. <laughs> Glory to God. You just show this. There's, there's, there's much more to that. You just, you just give a command, and things happen. You just give a command, and things shift. So, being a player in Christ makes you supermanish. You belong to a brand new race. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2 from verse 11. Ephesians 2, 11. You belong to a new race. You know, you know the people say they have the black and the white race. It's nonsense. We have the believers and every other person. Hallelujah. You belong to a brand new race. I'll show you it's in the Bible. Don't worry. Is there? What do you call it? Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. Yeah, from verse 11. By Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, that done in the body by the hands of men. Remember that at, remember that, at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the Please world. Pause. So then it was Jews and Gentiles. Tourists. Before God, it's true. Then it was Jews and Gentiles. Right? Let's go. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. By abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. He said he made in them a new humanity. Glory to God. It's in the Bible. Thank you, Jesus. For he himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, 
having abolished in his flesh the enmity that is the law of commandments yes, contained in ordinances so as to create in himself one new man from the two Look thus at. making peace NIV says my NIV this is really NIV it says made out, of, made out of both of them no they are NIVs yeah they are NIVs edition okay so no, they are all right, okay, but I, I, I look, for, look for a particular word. So he says, and I'll read it here. To create in himself one new humanity out of the two. This is the point. That when Jew or Gentile gets saved, right, they inherit a new humanity. It's one humanity right now. It's one, it's one race. Another one says one new race, right? So there is, we have two races, the believer and the world. So in this race, we have, we have traits of our race. We have abilities in our DNA, right? We heal the sick, we just lay out or just give commands. Because our devils, you know, just by talking. So our race has, um, um, I'm looking for the word, advantage, superiorities as in, we have abilities that come with being in our race. So when you see things, don't see it as a regular man would. See it in the place that Christ has put you. Authority, power. That when you speak, things happen. Amen. So you must train your eyes to see like who you are, a new man in Christ, a new race. When it says things like, ah, anybody can die at any time. Anybody, I'm not anybody. I belong to a new race. I'm, I'm a child of God, I'm a believer. So we have a new level of realities. Amen. Amen. Is that good? Is that clear? Is that clear? Anybody can feel this course. <laughs> Do you know where I'm talking to? I'm talking to. Ah, this Lagos can just snap anybody. Do you know who you're talking about? <laughs> well, it's okay. I'm tired. <laughs> but you get my point here. Can you kidnap Jesus? <laughs> no, seriously. Can you kidnap Jesus? <laughs> Do you know try the Bible? They want to catch him and just go from there. And, and they will not know what happened. They will just, they will just leave their side. And they don't know what happened. Just left. <laughs> see, see, no, no Bible says about, about Jesus Christ in Acts, in Acts 4. In Acts 4. He laid down his life. They did not take it. He had to, he had to allow them. Okay, do. In fact, when he was going to go to Jerusalem, he went there at the time they want to kill him. He now went there with us. As in, Hosanna, Hosanna, yes. He like, he went there to go and die. As in, he went there like, he now made noise. They're not, they're not hailing him. Like, he went to another, I'm here, oh. Do you get that? He went there to die by himself. He laid down his life. They could not take it, see. Do you know They wanted to arrest him and he said, I am here. They fell down. What does that mean? As in, I want to arrest the guy. He says, I am here. And he fell, they fell down. So it means that for, me to, for you to take me, I have to surrender myself to you. What does that mean? Nobody can kill you for your time. So imagine they take your body, they want to they take you to ritualist. Ah, they will beg, sir, please. <laughs> this, this cannot work. This cannot work. See, even in your dream, even in your dream, they can't be your dream, even in your dream. Ah. Why you beings know you are? You just fearless. You're in a bus and you're like, you're in a bus and they are doing their magma, they're like just laughing. <laughs> they never jump. <laughs> See, when you know you are, it begins to shock you. Walking on, walking on the road, and you, see, and you just see what is walking about you, and just say, amen, I confess now. Let's see how this works. Let's, let's see how it works. You need to, you need to understand. <laughs> let's recite the final flow faster. You need to understand who you are in Christ. Understand the things that belong to you. These things belong to you. I've been like this for years, not because I'm a pastor now. Ask her. Just knowing that you are in Christ. Courtis, we had asked them before. Just knowing that you are in Christ. And I'll tell them, name and son name. And I'll ask their own name. What's your own name? Then you know what you carry. You know they cannot kill you now. So you fear less. You fear less. You fear less. Know the things that belong to you. A new creature in Christ. Glory to God. Ephesians 1.15. Been a while. 
Ephesians 1, 15. Ephesians 1, 15, 21. For this, For this reason, let me do it. Ever since I heard about your faith in Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you. Remembering my prayers, I actually stop here. Now, just remember that you are saved alone. And Paul says, I'm giving thanks for you. Now, we showed before that when you go through all, all most of Paul's writings, it will tell them when I heard about your faith in Lord Jesus Christ, I started giving thanks for you. So, meaning that just because you are saved alone, it's thanksgiving worthy. Just, he's in Christ. Oh boy, glory to God. He's broke, but he's in Christ. Glory to God. It's not a part of it. He has something much more. So, being a believer in Christ is enough for you to give thanks about. Just come morning, like, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. Glory to God. Yeah, your father. Yeah. Your father, no? <laughs> you have to be there, your issues. I remember, okay, uh, my, I have a small moment. I'm a believer in Christ. Let's rejoice more first. You attack issues from a place of joy and rejoicing. <laughs> I get my point. This is important. You have bills to pay, unpaid yet. I'm a, I'm a believer in Christ. You don't feel bad, me, bad, me, bad. I'm a believer in Christ. You have to not use those things to steer yourself. Steer yourself. So you live in a place of joy. You're not there crying, hey, my father, my mother. No! I get my point here. Live in a place of joy. No matter what comes, come what may, I'm a believer in Christ. I have what the world needs. Christ in me, the of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. 17. Please, I keep asking that the God of Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. So I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know your hope which has called you, the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints. 19, look at this. And it's incomparably great power for us who believe. Again, it didn't say for us that pray and fast. Three days, three nights. It didn't say for us that are called to ministry, pastor. It says for us who believe. These things belong to you now. See the power. I just read the power. It says this power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ. The power he exerted in Christ, and the power he exerted in Christ. Not just, in, not just small power, the power he wrought in Christ. The power he, I don't, I'm looking for English for it. You know how you exert energy? Like you want to carry something big, you, yes. This is the power he wrought in Christ, okay? Everything from the dead, certain heaven places. This, this is what I was talking about. That the same power with which he raised Christ up is available to you. So you have dead raising power. The power with which Jesus Christ from the dead is available for you that believe. Now, all through scripture, there is no other place that said God is at that power. That God is at that power. Even creation, he spoke and things happened. This is where God used the most power described in the Bible. Since this power is available to you that believe. Not creation. God did not sweat about creation. Just spoke and did. But at resurrection, he started energy to make it happen. This power is available to you that believe. These things belong to you. Same over and over again. It's not a pastor thing. It's a believer in Christ thing. These things belong to you. Glory to God. So you don't have a power problem. Amen. You don't have a power problem. These things belong to you. So as we get filled the Holy Ghost, you know, and begin to live filled, begin to express his power much more. Guys, please focus on me for five seconds, okay? Am I communicating? Are we getting this? Do you feel powerful right now? Yes. Hey, if I'm answering. Yes. Glory to God. First Corinthians 12. First Corinthians 12. 
These things belong to the believer. These things are given to you already. Not will be given. They are given to you already. So you walk like you know who you are. Shoulders high. With righteous pride. Amen. You have proper courage. Not walking like... Walk like this. You know you are in Christ. You know you are loaded. You're not going to be looking sober and, and, and like this. You are cheerful. Always, always struggling your face. Right? You live joyfully. You live joyfully because Christ lives in you. You're always in a good mood. Always in a good mood. Why is he always happy? I'm just happy. I'm just. Always in a good mood. I know how we see, you think Christ was one, one gentle savior, one very sober guy. Yeah. That was a um, uh, movie. That gentle guy is, is movie. It's movie. He will see his words. He was sarcastic. He was everything. As in, he was. Yeah. So they told the guy. So, someone told him, um, good master. He said, nobody's going to accept God. He told him, sarcasm. Nobody's going to accept God. So when I say I'm God, people say, you don't accept I'm God. When I said I'm good. I'm God now. Just was playing with, you know, words, sarcasm. So we think just one gentle, sober guy. Be healed, just go, you know. You cannot. Amen. They showed this guy somewhere in the Bible. He says, he rejoiced. You know, just, you know, just say, thank God. As he was rejoicing, dropped an order. So you must be able to live out joy. Amen. Being sober is not spiritual. This, uh, uh, this sober look. This. Amen. Be joyful. Be, yeah, peace be unto you. Bless you, sir. Right? Bless you, man. I'm just joking. <laughs> Glory to God. As in, enjoy this life. Enjoy being a Christian. Live to the full. Enjoy Christ. This is that yours. Some people are saying, like, if I play, I'm not going to fall off. If I play too much, I think I'll fall off. <laughs> if I want born, I think I'll fall off. <laughs> you know? I told someone, someone asked me that, like, you know, I, like, I, 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 love, I love us now. So, like, Pastor Lou, you? Like, <laughs> as if I play, it's too fun. You cannot fall. So, enjoy this life. Don't make it boring. Enjoy it. Laugh. Play. Have plenty of fun. Doing the right things. Amen. In, in the right places. Yeah. Now about spiritual gifts, brothers, do not, I do not want you to be ignorant. Please pause. No, we said before that the gift there if in NKJV and is italicized, meaning that the word was not, was not originally there. It was put there by the translators to help understanding. So the word there is mathematical, it's spirituals. So we're saying, spirituals, I don't want to be ignorant because I need to know the spirit. Okay? So it's not, it's not just about the gifts, about how we go to generally, okay? I don't want to be uninformed about spiritual things. Clear enough? Yeah. Move on. You know that when you were pagan, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Amen. Paul was not being nice. Amen. Therefore, I tell you they that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. Now, he's not saying that, and just so you know, that that is the Holy Spirit. Okay. <laughs> So, 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 so I just write now that ah, Jesus is Lord, so I'm a believer. Not that one, no. <laughs> now, this place it describes um, people under manifestation. Okay? So they had this case of people that will be manifesting. And the saying just writes their course, and they say he's always right, talking to them. So Paul have to clear them. Remember, that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't um, give worship to Jesus. He's not of Christ, he's not of us. Just a prophet, not a son of God. He's not one of us. So that's the manifestation. He's Satan. He's just a prophet. He's not a son or child of God. Satan. Okay? Anyone that's talking by the Spirit will give, you know, would, especially in manifest manifestations, will give honor to Jesus. We worship Jesus as God. That's the point. Lord. You get? Lord, God, Yahweh. That's the point. Please go on. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. 
There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. So that part is gifts, offices, more like, and working of the Spirit. So there are gifts, we'll, we'll see that. There are offices, pastor, prophet, teachers, and all that, then the works of the Spirit. Okay, please go. Am I communicating? Is it clear? Yes, sir. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Look at that. To what? To each one, it is given for the common good. To each one, it has been given to you too. Amen, that's the point. It has been given to you too. It belongs to you too. Hearing from God, healing the sick, casting out devils, belongs to you too. Walking miracles, healings, belongs to you too. So what I do, you can do also. It belongs to you too. That's the point. It has been given to you. Please go. To one, there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by the means of the same by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he gives them to each one just as he determines. Look at that. All these are the work of that same Holy Ghost we all have. That one same spirit that makes you that, that you pray in tongues with. He's also the one that, that, that does the aliens through you. So what you have the Holy Ghost. All of them are available to you. Are you getting my point here? I want to see yourself in this light. That it belongs to me too. So that wherever you go, you go there knowing that these things belong to me. When you see anybody sick, good boy. When you see anybody sick, you, you pray for them to be healed because it belongs to you too. So someone now say, okay, but how come we don't all operate in these things? Amen. It belongs to all of us. Not everyone knows how to operate it. Not how to, how to, how to live it out. How to channel it. How to dispense it. Number one, knowledge. Philippians 1.6. These things, they become effectual by you knowing that you have it first. If you don't know, you cannot use it, right? You must first know that these things belong to us first. When you know it, you can begin to channel it out. First, knowledge. Knowing the things that belong to you. You must know it that belongs to you. Awesome. So we saw before that these things belong to every believer, not just pastors or prophets and all that. Now we see in Acts, Acts 9, verse 10 to 19, that when God was going to send someone to go and free, to go and save him, to go and open Paul's eyes, he didn't send Peter or James or John, he sent Ananias, regular disciple. Regular disciple, to go and meet the guy. And he gave the guy, according to the knowledge, to the T. He says, go to so, so, so streets. So, 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 house. Acts, Acts 9, Acts 9, verse 10. Okay. In Damascus, there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called him in a vision. Ananias, yes, Lord, he answered. Number one, disciple. Number two, in a vision. Not a pastor, a regular disciple. I get my point here. Please go on. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on straight streets and ask for a man from Tarsus called, named Saul. Look at that. So God gave him the address, the name. Like saying, go to Yanokbaja. When you turn left, you see Adani Coco Street. When you get there, ask for a man named so-and-so. Take my point here. Accurate description to a regular disciple, not a prophet, not a pastor. A disciple. I get my point. Like God telling you in the morning now, get up. Wear your clothes. Go to Yanokbaja. Go to, no, no. Go to VI. <laughs> when you enter the VI, you will see, um, what's on your left, named Buddy Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> right? So you will see a green house. Knock the gates. And you get there and drop your CV, an example. <laughs> and they tell you tomorrow morning, waiting for your exact same description. So what happened here? But this time it's not CV, but just exact same scenario. Accurate description to the T. Please go on. Look at that. Please go back, go back. For he is praying. He even told him that right now if they pray. Ah. Please go on. 
In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. It's like part of reality. <laughs> what is happening there? You have been told here exact details. It's super clarity. These things belong to you. Please go on. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. Like, are you sure about this? It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Do I have to do this? Can you send somebody else? You know? Like, God, you saw Paul. It's all James. They called James. I'm just Ananias. What's my own notice matter? Amen. Right? Go on. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go. This man is my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. Paul's destiny. See the level of detail to a regular disciple. Please go on. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. <laughs> Amen. Then, and then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. So good. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized. Look at that. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. So, remember, disciple prayed for Paul. His eyes were opened, and it got, it got filled with the Spirit. So, it's not a pastor thing. It's available to every believer. Acts. Acts 21. 7 to 10. 21, 7 to 10. This time is flying. We continued our voyage from Tyre and landed at Ptolemais where we greeted the brothers and stayed in and stayed with them for a day. Leaving the next day, we reached Caesarea and stayed at the house of Philip the Evangelist, one of the seven. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. Look at that. Ask, 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 ask Luke. I don't know what those. I don't know what this was. <laughs> Glory to God. So you see again that it's available to everybody. So you see the previous verse says, "Does an infant is Philip, right? Then regular folks, side. So it's available to every believer. Amen. So. This is this. I have to say this. Now, everyone can prophesy, but, but does make a prophet. It's like saying that we cannot teach our friends in school. Does make a teacher of the class. So, the office is the gift is not equal to the office. The office has the gift, right? But the gift doesn't make you. Oh yeah. The offices, their calls, their their um, callings. So you can be called to be a pastor, to be a teacher, to be an apostle, a prophet. Is a calling, okay? The calling comes with gifts, but the gifts also are available without the calling. Now, so also, the church can recognize gifts. You're like, oh, this gift is not, it's not shady, shady. We can, we can also sense the office by the gift. I get my point. We can sense that you have, that you are called to that office by the level of gifts you have seen in your life. Is this, is this clear? It's simple, right? So the church, as it, as it did for in ordination, in ordinations for Timothy, can then lay us on you and you know, ordain you to that office. You get me? But generally, the gift is not the office. The office you know, comes with the gifts. The gifts are also available to every believer. Is that good? Yes, sir. Are you taking notes? Yes, sir. Awesome. The church, every church, needs all the gifts of pressure now. Romans 1.11. 
Romans 1.11. Every church, look at that. I long to see that I may impart, talking about the Roman church, I may impart to you some spiritual gifts to make you strong. The gifts make strong churches. Am I communicating? The gifts and the offices, they make strong churches. Where there is power to heal, it's good, right? Where there is, you know, people are seeing clearly, it's so good. Every church needs to operate effectively in all the gifts. It makes for a stable, a strong church. Awesome. So, so also, the church needs all the gifts. The church also needs all the offices you know, to make for stability so that there's no schism in the body. There's no, you know, imbalance in the body. Some, some, some places right now, um, they can probably teach, but they don't know, they don't have to, anything on the spirit manifesto, they don't, you know, they are, you know, it's like, it's lopsided. We need everything to make for stable churches. There must be teaching, pastoring, okay, office of the prophet and gifts of prophecy, okay, evangelism, all those things they make for stable, effective, strong churches. Very important. Awesome. So now, where you see a gift in operation in somebody else's life or in the Bible, and you can't find it in your own life, what do you do about it? You covet, you pursue, you cultivate. So, for example, so, you just see your, your friend just give a lot of knowledge. Ah. God went. <laughs> God went. So, you are allowed to, to pursue, desire, desire, cultivate. In fact, this is the only time when the Bible talks about you lustfully pursuing something. Gifts of the Holy Spirit. Just covet it. The Bible says normally don't covet your neighbor's skin. It's gifts of the Spirit, covet it. Want it. Desire. Pursue. Amen. So when you see a gift that you don't see operating in your life, you have to pursue it. You have to want it. That ah, me too. Ah, me too. Want it. Cultivate. Pursue it. Amen. First Corinthians 21. 12 to 1. First Corinthians 12 to 1. Then also 1 Corinthians 14. No. This, this is good enough. It says, but eagerly desire greater gifts. Now, greater gifts is any gift you want. Any gift you want at the particular time is greater gifts. It's not, there's no gifts that is named greater. Amen. Any gift you need now is for you greater gifts. Good to see you. Any gifts that the church needs to pressure at that particular point in time is for them what they should pursue. So, if for example, if for example, the church notices that people don't get it around there, they only hear from God, but nobody gets healed, they should cultivate the healings. So, also in your life, also cultivate it. For example, you know that you can hear very, you can, you can see well, but when you pray for people, they don't, they find they get more sick. <laughs> <laughs> What do you do? You cultivate, you cultivate it. You desire, you ask, you pursue. Amen. Okay, so as a church and as individuals, we learn to cultivate spiritual gifts. Pursue the gifts. Pursue it. If I say command, pursue spiritual gifts. Pursue it. Look at that. How do you do this? First, by prayer. You ask. Jude 20. It's not yourself up your most holy faith. Like you are standing up yourself, you are you are building yourself up your most holy faith. Pray the Holy Ghost. So just take good, just take that gift for God. Lord, I want gifts of so and so and so. Area, take a bradish, a prayer. Pray about it. You are building up yourself. You are being built up. You are making spiritual advancement. That's the word. By praying in the spirit. Ask. James 4 2 says, You have not because you ask not. If you don't have because you're not asking for it. If you ask, you will get it. So you have not because you ask not. Now, three says, you ask, and you know it's because you ask and miss. So also, you need the right motives, not for show off, but for love. Love and service. Not because I, I'm sure that I have anointing. Amen. Love. So when it's a place of love and service, it just comes easily. When I was in school, my, my final year, because I was going to leave school that year, and I was wondering how they would know me in this school. I've not done anything, no stunt yet. <laughs> and that, my fear was that, you know, the way this is work, when a, a generation leaves without leaving it behind, there's a gap. So I found out my, my, my set, I couldn't see anything after my set. I couldn't see anything after my set. Like, God, we can't, we can't live like this. So I was praying because there was a desire so that we don't, we don't, let, we don't let, let it skip happen. 
You know how do revival? Say revival happens so so here. If you don't follow it up with, you know, if, if, if the generation skips, it can go for 10 years without anything happening. So you have to deliberately find those things so that if there's no gap, there's a generational gap in those anointings. So I prayed about it that God, I must not leave the school without leaving something behind. There was no gap in my own generation. And that year, it just came easily. I just went, I, that, I, took, I, took a, I took a few days to camp just to go and pray about it, just to go and talk to him about it. I was in school, bam, that happened already. As it was like, just like, it was, it was so easy, so natural. So easy, as in so natural. Cultivating, pursuing from a place of love and service. So whatever you want, you pursue, you cultivate. Okay? Prayer. Study Philemon 1.6. You must know that these things are available to you. Then also read the Bible to see how it works. Read examples. Once word of knowledge, check the Bible, how it works. See examples. Look at Ananias, the Acts 9, Acts, Acts 9. Look at, just look at how it works. By so you can begin to recognize it when it happens to you also. Some people don't even know when they're talking to them. They just say, I want to say, once you just told me, Sha, my, 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 my Sha told me, Sha, yeah. So loudly, or because they are so spiritually ignorant. They don't know. Amen. So, when you begin to understand and see this is in the Bible, you begin to know that, okay, it's not God talking to me. It might just be God. For example, so there are times when we're praying and someone just starts crying. As in really crying, like, this, this is not my tears. As this tears is not my own. What's happening to me? There are times when God speaks to you in feelings. You feel other people's emotion. I get my point. Is that, is that, is that weird? We have, we have feelers here, right? So, when you're not training those things, you will not know what's happening to you. You're just wondering, am I crazy? <laughs> I was laughing a moment ago. Why am I suddenly crying? When you are trained, you begin to understand that, okay, there's somebody here that probably going through something very difficult. They're not asking around, just, they're just looking around to, know, to now let God lead to the person. Everyone ask. Okay? So, study, training. You know, we have a reporter, school of whatever they're teaching them in the Harry Potter, right? School of magic. So, also, we are in the Bible school of prophets. These things can be trained. They can be trained. They can be taught. Amen. So you can begin to recognize it when it's happening to you. Is that good? Yeah. Awesome. Then impartation. Impartation. It's in Romans 1, 11, where Paul told them that I'm coming to impart to you. You know, even though they read Paul's letters, he said, but I have to still come and impart your spiritual gifts. So there's still a place of physical impartation laying on the hands. Okay, see that also to Timothy. That's in First Timothy four. First Timothy four from fourteen. So, help me. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through a prophetic message when the body of elders laid their hands on Look you. Look at that. Lay it on the vans. Open to no, no, no. Open to Second Timothy one verse six to seven. Second Timothy one six to seven. For this, for this reason, I remind you to find into the flames the gift of God, which is in you, which is in you through the laying of on of my hands. Look at that. This can also be imparted by, you know, received by impartation, the laying on of hands. Awesome. Now, the minute it's imparted, okay, there is laying on of hands. There is a um, cloth, mantu. You can send anointing through cloth. Temporarily, not like you can turn cloth to your God at home. No. <laughs> People do it. They don't take mathematics from church and keep mathematics for three years. Okay? Papa has left it. Papa has left it. <laughs> Amen. So true cloth, even through through a wave, you can you can Bluetooth it. You can you can wave it. You can blow it like right from John 2022. 20, he blew on them. See the Holy Ghost. You can also blow it. Amen. So when we are doing it, you know what we are doing. Yes, so you can, when we are doing, you know what, like, why is it just blaming me, Breeze? <laughs> why is it just blaming me, Breeze? I'm not just blaming you, Breeze. I'm, in, I'm communicating the anointing to you. Okay? Even through proximity, shadow, Peter. Proximity. It happens when I just stand there with the person and the power just flows out. Okay? So through proximity, through shadow, it's the same thing as the wave and all that. You're just walking through the proximity stuff. Like, like a magnetic field. I think Benin do it before. Just wave his clothes. Yeah, yeah, do you want it? <laughs> you see that? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Glory to God. It was my anointing on the anchor too. 
Amen. So, I said, laying on of hands, clothes, pointing, waving, proximity, and all that. Blowing, okay? okay that's just so, I'm thinking so that we can know when it's being done to you, you know, so you are receiving, okay, and also how to communicate it out. You just know what to do. Just know if you, if you stand there, if you point, if you wave, or if you just blow. You usually know, how, you just, you know how the experience is coming on. Let me take a, I feel like a good teacher. You just know, all right? You just know. So just do as you are led. Okay? And have fun doing it. Amen. Amen. Have we learned for this morning? Yes, sir. So, you now have the responsibility to steer it up. When I get your prayer and you receive, take our time, steer it up. Don't let, don't let it just die there. Steer it up. How? Prayer and practice. Amen. Prayer and practice. Okay? Pray for the sick. You know, say, I have this of healing, but you are wasting people. <laughs> Amen. Pray for the sick. Practice these things. The more you practice, the more you grow in it. The more you need to understand how it works. I practice. So take our time to unless to practice, to stare. I'll be blessed. Let's be Thank you for listening to this message. We are very sure you're edified. If you would love to partner with our ministry in giving, please visit our website at www.thisgreenchurch.org and click on the giving link. God bless you.